Blog Talk Radio. It cannot be emphasized strongly enough the beauty, purity, and perfection of who you really are. You are not your illness, your finances, or your loneliness. There's nothing wrong in your life that you don't have the power to correct, and you are unlimited in your ability to tap into that power. Welcome. I'm Janet Richmond, and this is the Higher Self Voice. Hi guys, it's Janet, and it's Wednesday, Wednesday at 10 Pacific Time, and so I'm very excited. I feel like I'm on a new journey with you all, and I'm going to be unfolding in this now two-hour show different things that I don't have on any of my prior archive shows, some of which will be in the second book I've written that I'm still not sure how it's going to be published. But in any case, I feel like I'm kind of on a journey. And I just want to thank everybody for tuning in and being part of that journey with me. Because this journey is exciting. And there's learning going on and unfolding going on for all of us all the time. And so we're in this together. And I want to thank you for your part in helping me with my journey. And hopefully I can return the favor. I'm hoping that people will call in. The intention that I have is to do one or two healings in the show. If I don't get any callers or I don't have anyone email me with with a request to do a healing. Because if you can't call in live, that's always an option. And I'll go over that in a second. But that's my hope. My hope is to do actual healings on the air because whatever I do for someone who's called in or who's written in, each listener, whether they're live or archived, can go and experience, go through and experience that same healing themselves. And I'll explain a little more of that too as I talk in this morning. And so it's a sharing both ways. And if I don't get a caller, I'm going to be talking about something today that happened when I did a healing on someone. Um, And it was so fascinating and so interesting. And every healing I do, every single time I work on someone, new information, new ideas, new experiences, new aha moments, new insights come up and enlarges the breadth of understanding that I've developed over the many years working with this information. And and so so when I share it with you, that's the hope, too, that it will add to your levels of understanding and awareness. And so we will go down this, this very exciting, wonderful journey together. Anyway, please call in. I know it's difficult because... At least in this country, I am doing the show during the working hours. So some of you who have to be at work today uh, will be unable to call in, and I certainly understand that. But if there is anyone that is either home for the day or on vacation or works later hours or is a person who works on the weekends or works from home, maybe one of you would be able to call in, and the number is 646-668. 8565. Again, 
8565. I also want to say, as I alluded to earlier, that you can email me. If you can't call in, you, you know, just finding the time to call in is impossible, whether it's you're taking care of a little baby and you, there's just no way you can find the time or you're out of the house working. Um, whatever the reason you can't call in live or you just feel awkward about calling in, being on the radio, you can email me. And I did last week, I did a healing on someone who emailed me, Kevin. And he did write me, by the way, for those of you who are listening to the show, saying that he could relate and resonate with all that I said. And he, he wrote only a day or two after the, I think maybe the day he heard it or the next day. So he didn't give me any follow-up, which is fine. I think there will be a shift in his life in some way. Uh, however, it was just felt nice, and I wanted to share it with you all, that he did resonate with what I said. So that's exciting. Now, So the point is, you can email me, and I'm just Janet, J-A-N-E-T, at JanetRichmond.com. That's my my website, by the way, is JanetRichmond.com. Not hard to remember, hopefully. And there is a ton of information on there. Much of it is free. And I have all the archive radio shows that I've done. Um, in 2011 and 12, and of course, this show and all the shows I'm doing this year for sure will be um, archived and, and indexed in some way on my website. The <clears throat> the the archives are just a fabulous source. There's healings on virtually everyone, and it is really an opportunity that you can listen to the healings and do them yourself and gain from all of those healings. You can do them every day, once a week, three times a week, three times a day. I mean, everybody does it a little differently, but it's there and you can go through, do the healing and pause it whenever you want because you can either do it on your computer or you can download it to an MP3 player. You can take it with you if you have, if you know you're going to be sitting somewhere, maybe waiting for someone, you know, you're taking your child to um, soccer <laughs> or you're dropping them off at a some sort of study group and you're just going to hang around in the neighborhood and you can listen to it in the car anywhere you want to go, any MP3 player, including your smartphone, guys. Those are all MP3 players, as you probably know. And so I encourage you to get on the website and utilize some of those resources. Now, again, the phone number is 646-668-8565. So, again, I encourage everyone or anyone to give a call. But since I don't have a, a caller with a question at the moment, I am going to talk a little bit more about soul scrambles. And a couple weeks ago, I took some time and I really explained what a soul scramble was in some detail. So if you are tuning in now and you haven't listened to that show, please feel free to go back and listen to it because you'll get some more detail on it and you might understand it slightly more. I'm going to review briefly, but it's a very simple recap. And basically, uh it's an accumulation. A soul scramble is accumulation. We all have them. No one is free of them. And we all have multiple soul scrambles. It's accumulation of misunderstandings, 
misconceptions, misinterpretations of what happens to us in all of our lifetimes where we have where we've incarnated through the societies, the cultural cultures, the planets, anywhere and everywhere that we have lived, we are thinking and feeling and acting and emoting. <laughs> we are experiencing many, many different events, many, many different situations, many, many different type of people. And we take away from that lifetime all of those experiences, all the belief systems we've taken on, all the misunderstandings and misconceptions we've adopted because the people in society or our family or the culture or whatever carries these belief systems. And so we, we take them on and most of the time we misunderstand. Many, 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 many times we misunderstand. So what happens is we get these misunderstandings they they accumulate and we take them with them when we lay aside the body they come with us and they become part of the previous lifetimes or part of the soul and we just continue like that so just as psychologists try very hard and often do a great job to explain why we are what are why we have the patterns we do in the present life based on our experiences as a child and all the growing up and all of that. In the same way, soul psychology is the study of or focuses on the behavior that we have in this life from the standpoint of the experiences that people have as their soul goes through their evolutionary process lifetime after lifetime after lifetime. It's the same focus, it's just a little bit, not a little bit, way more expanded. Okay. Now, when I discussed the soul scramble, I did give an analogy of a mouse on a, or a mouse or a squirrel or a guinea pig or a rat on one of those spinning wheels. And those wheels can spin because they're rungs that join the, that are part of that circle. It's like a ladder, of course, in a spherical shape. And the mice or the whatever, can spin that wheel really fast because there's a lot of those rungs that keep it going. Well, it's the same with our soul scramble. We have rungs, too, that keep the soul scramble going. And those rungs are simply the misunderstandings that we carry. And they can be huge. They can be, you know, five main rungs. They can be 55 Rungs. They are part of what keeps us repeating these patterns. And we all recognize that we have patterns that we repeat in this life. You wouldn't be listening to the show, I don't think, if you didn't have some patterns you most likely were unhappy with. So I think there's a general agreement out there that we all have patterns. And why do we have patterns? It's because we have these rungs that allow us to keep spinning the wheel. And so what my goal is when I do the healings is always to neutralize those rungs, okay? It would be like taking out of the mouse wheel, for example, actually taking out a rung or two rungs or five rungs. And what would happen to the, the ability of the mouse to spin that wheel? It would make it more difficult, wouldn't it? 
it would slow it down, it would make it less efficient. So that wheel spinning would be less fast, less intense, and eventually if enough rungs are taken out, that mouse can't spin the wheel anymore. It walks away from that wheel. And it's the same for us. As we take out, as we neutralize our rungs that are part of our own spinning wheel or repeating pattern, we eventually move away and don't no longer have the pattern. So it's not something we have to force. It's about the neutralizing. It's about neutralizing the energies that we are carrying from many, many lifetimes. And most of those energies, guys, are based on really limited truths, false beliefs, and all of those misunderstandings. Now, now, the reason that all the listeners can benefit from each healing that I might do, oh, I have a caller with a question, and I'll be there in one second. Um, just let me finish this. The reason why listeners can benefit from the healings is because we all have common rungs in our patterns. We, the rungs are so common. We have our own unique experiences as we've gone through lives, but we've had so many lives and so many general common conditioning that we all carry some element of everybody else's rungs. Some one person's rung may be much more intense, much more entrenched, much bigger, much more solid than somebody else's rung of the same ilk, but it doesn't mean that it wouldn't be beneficial to neutralize that rung for the other person as well. Because again, the more rungs we can neutralize, the slower the pattern would spin, the less intensely it will go, the more apt it would be that you could move away. And in addition, the rungs in one soul scramble can be very much present in other soul scrambles that we carry. So, for example, let's say we feel like we're worthless and we all have that somewhere in us, that we have little value, little worth, and little self-love. If, if we have that in one soul scramble, we, that feeling, that, that worthlessness is going to be present in our other soul scrambles. It's going to affect us in more than one way in our life patterns. So... Uh, that's why it's so great if everybody, all the listeners, do the healings because every single person can benefit. And I've seen that over and over and over again. And so I encourage you, even though I might be doing a healing on someone else, that you go through it as if it's for you because we all have those rungs. That's another reason why we're all in this together, guys. <laughs> okay. Now, I have a caller with a question. Yay! So I'm going to... Put that caller. It's 3108 is the last four digits. So I'm putting you on on the mic. Hi. Hi. Hi, Janet. It's Robin Kim. Hi, Robin. I thought it was you, but I didn't want to flub up completely by calling you Robin. And then I just... <laughs> <laughs> so Good, good to talk to you. Good to hear you. I, I, I've missed the last couple of weeks, so I'm glad to be back on and uh, and hearing you. And since well, I heard welcome. you didn't have any callers, I decided I would take advantage of that and call in. Well, I'm really glad. And you've made a lot of progress because you do take advantage 
um, of calling in. So, listeners, learn from Robin. She she takes advantage of the time. Robin, um, I'm just going to mention that she she also comes to my meetup group, so she gets the advantage of, you know, kind of a dual advantage here. Anyway, how are you doing? What's your issue today? Well, um, you know, I'm I've gone through I, 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 I talked to you we did a healing once before on the rat and bug infestation problem we were having in the house and I was getting all bit up. And fortunately we've we've moved through that and I'm I'm all I'm healed from that. Um Nice. But yeah, yeah. Oh, although we're still putting the house back together after all the cleaning and bug bug remedy that we had to do. Um, what's been happening lately, though, is, uh, you know, when I first started working with you a few months ago and, and read your book and everything, it was just, I was sort of on a pink cloud. It was like, I just, I loved the material and I, Love the process of the of the of the healings, the way you do it, and and I still do, and I still have been working on it. Um, uh, but I I I, you know, just like when you get on a high, there's always a low, and I've been going through kind of a low lately, and I think I mean I've been very kind of tired and depressed, and I think it's brought on largely because of the the bigger problem I'm having, which is this extreme pain in my shoulder. And uh, it's mostly in my shoulder, but it's also in other parts of my body, in my back, in my hips, down my arms. And I did a little research. I thought maybe it's some kind of arthritis or something, but it appears to be mostly muscular. So it's like muscle pain and muscle stiffness and just... um, and especially in my left shoulder. And it's so painful that I then get very tired. It's like I get listless and fatigued. I don't have the energy to do things. I don't want to move because it's painful. And um, and the whole, the whole situation has just sort of put me into kind of a depressed, tired, you know, painful state. And um, I, I, I am starting to step up a lot my stretching and walking, and I just realized I have to pay more attention to my body. I tend to be a very mental person. and um, But now as I'm getting older, uh, you know, and plus as we're working with the soul scramble and uncovering different things, you know, different layers are being exposed, and it's clear that my my consciousness is, is now, you know, directing me to focus more on my body and and take care of my body my my body and my feelings and not so much my thoughts and my thinking <laughs> it's all about getting into the feeling now which is it's always been much easier for me to think and and now I'm learning to get into the feeling and and especially with the work that that you do, I love it so much because it really is all about feeling our pure soul essence light and visualizing, you know, the the neutralizing and the releasing and the empowering. And I'm having a little trouble also in the process. I wish I had one of the images when we get into the 
releasing and the neutralizing part of the process the one one of the image that I think has been the most successful for me um, to use is that of the like the balloon like the hot air balloon you use okay. once where we release into like a big cavity a big balloon and then neutralize that but I just um, I don't know I guess I, I get kind of I, I'm not really seeing or feeling it as strongly as I'd like to, and then I start thinking, oh, I'm not being as effective as I could be, or or else I'm just feeling so much light and white light that when it comes to the neutralizing, it's like, you know, I, I'm, 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 re, I'm t- thinking of releasing and neutralizing, but all I'm seeing and feeling is this light, white light. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> you know, and that's I can't seem to, I don't know. I get, I get the feeling I'm doing something wrong. Well, okay, let me first address that because you absolutely aren't. Once you amalgamate and you are working to heal something, whether you're seeing or feeling the neutralizing happening, the fact that you've got the light there, you've already given it permission to do what it needs to do in your in that moment. So remember, you probably heard me say this, although maybe not. Um, when I started, I didn't experience anything. I didn't feel the light. I felt nothing. I didn't see anything. I didn't hear anything. And I was, you know, in class learning from Joan Culpepper and sitting around people who you know, saw colors, they felt this, they felt that, and I felt like the dunce at the back of the class. And (laughs) honestly, I really can reassure you that it still worked for me. I went through the process, I just said the words because I didn't, I couldn't sense anything. I, I really had a hard time imagining anything because the higher self would say, well, if you don't see it, imagine what it would look like because they can utilize that. But I could, you know, I was really a blank there. I was ridiculous. But I saw things shift in my life and that's why I kept going with it because I absolutely saw and experienced the change as I went. So I was completely convinced that even if you can't feel it, you can't see it, you can't imagine it, you just say, I am releasing whatever it is you're working on into the light. Mm -hmm. You're only seeing the light. It is happening. You can visualize it if you want. You can imagine it coming out as black smoke or... You know, I sometimes use the image of oil from a gusher or water out of a fire hose or just ooze coming out everywhere or out of a certain chakra system. Uh, it, it's, it's, uh, it's completely up to you how to direct it. But even if you can't actually see the neutralizing, remember that the neutralizing, when the stuff comes out and moves into that light, it's instantly changed to a neutral energy and then it's absorbed by the light. So what you're doing is you're seeing your light get more and more strong, bigger and bigger. It's actually empowering that light. <laughs> mhm, mhm. So I does did, did that make you feel okay? I mean, are you feeling better yeah, about that? Yeah, that 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 help that helps. And I, I mean, I have heard you say that, but I I think I just need some reassurance that. Uh, and I'm that, glad that, uh, that yeah that you you said it because. The reassurance is important because where do we go? We're, 
oh, we must be doing something wrong. We go right away, we've screwed up, or that the process doesn't work, or both. And I've been there, done that in the early days. Um, I think I've mentioned that I used that twice. I think I went into the bathroom and I just started screaming, "Oh my God! I've worked on this so many times. Why is this pattern coming in?" And then I walked away from the work because I thought, "Well, either it's not working or I've totally screwed up." And I'm like so mad. <laughs> and then after a few weeks, a few months, nothing's changing in my life, and I'm thinking, "Okay, what's what's this doing for you?" You know? Yeah. <laughs> and I would yeah. go back the work and I, that happened to me twice and I never looked back after that I never swore off it uh-huh. so, uh-huh. uh, so really first of all um, it's that self-criticism just the judgments and all of that that the reassurance is really important so okay that's number one number two we're definitely going to do a healing today on your the tired, depressed, and the pain. But here's what I felt right away as you were telling me. You are mm-hmm. moving a lot of stuff, Robin. You are re- removing a lot of layers. So this now is the way your physical body or your soul is bringing forward. Okay, here's another layer, Robin. We have more to uh-huh. do. <laughs> Right. Well, and that's exactly, I am feeling so overwhelmed now that I've gotten this tool of this work with you. I, I just sense that there's so much, so many layers and so much to release. And, you know, I understand it better, the, the accumulation over lifetimes and all. And it's like, it's like, you know, it's kind of overwhelming. It's like, where do I start? And I guess you just start from the beginning and, and it, you know, conjure up a certain amount of patience and, and tenderness with oneself and say, okay, you start wherever you're at. And, uh, you know, and little by little like you did. And uh, But I, I think that's part of the just the overwhelm is that, oh, my God, I, you know, now I've got this great tool, but I've got so far to go. <laughs> Well, you know, I'm really glad you mentioned that, too. See, this is why I love people to call in, because all the listeners are probably thinking that, too. But here's the deal. First of all, we do have a lot of layers. We have a lot of stuff. But every single time we do something, we are slowly debreeding ourselves or slowly unscrambling, taking out layers upon layers. So number one the everything you do is permanent. Everything you neutralize can't come back to haunt you. So everything that we do is making an making effect, having an effect. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, in this society, there is so much of this instant gratification going on. And this work is not the fast food lane for change. It, it just isn't because of the in, enormity of our journey through the human kingdom. However, mm-hmm. the energies p- present on the, this planet right now are moving so fast and getting the frequency is increasing on a constant, continual basis. So what I've discovered is that people now that start to do this work, if they're consistent like you are, that they've made that commitment to themselves Within six months, their life is noticeably changed. And within a year, it's 180. It's mm-hmm. happened quickly. Now, here's the other option. We don't do the work, and the next decade or three continue to be like the prior decade or four, okay? 
what's to lose? Yeah, what's there to lose? And it's so exciting because things you can't even imagine about yourself get resolved, shift, bring you bring in balance, you bring in, you know, awareness and expansion. We're going to be older anyway. So why not be older and wiser, older and more balanced, older and more healthy, older and whatever. And so, yeah, it does take some time and it takes the commitment to the self. But if you want to, you know, my old gym analogy, you want to get your physical body in shape, you know, you have to make the commitment to that as well. And we all know you don't go to the gym once or even 10 times and suddenly you're in physical, you know, you're toned everywhere and you're you're in great shape. It is a process that takes time. However, right. Unlike with the gym, if you stop going after two months or three months and you don't go again for six months, you go back to almost zero because it isn't permanent. This work, everything you do is permanent. So when you have times in your life, perhaps with the pain and the depression, it's been really hard for you to motivate to do the work. So you're not doing it for a few weeks. You're not losing. You're not going back to ground zero. Mm, that's really good. Yeah. Yeah. That's really so, good to know. Yeah. So I, I just understand really at the heart, I really understand why you feel it's overwhelming and why you feel like, oh, my God, where, where am I going to go? What am I going to do? It's so much. But that, it, it's better to look at just step by step and you get rid of one thing and then you keep going and you get rid of something else and you just keep going and pretty soon... You're going to look back and you're going to say, wow, just think three months ago, I couldn't have imagined going into that situation without having an internal meltdown. And then you don't. So, right. So, anyway, um, yeah. I thank you very much for bringing that up because it's just, it is astounding that the people that make the commitment to do the work, they're just blown away about how much they changed and how quickly. And I want to just tell you one last thing. The, um, the last, the, the energy on the planet, for more than one reason, and I'm not going to go into all the reasons, has been expanding the frequency. And so the higher self told us that the last 2,000 years was the equivalent of 10,000 years of frequency acceleration. And that the mm. next 2,000 years will be the equivalent of a 100 thousand years wow so when i say the frequency continues to rise this is one reason so many people on the planet have come who have incarnated here it's one of the reasons because the time now is so opportune the higher information the higher viewpoints the healing techniques that are out there are present now because we've moved into this higher frequency level and those concepts are now available to the populace 200 years ago on this planet no way okay so and it's uh-huh. only going to continue it's only going to grow and it's only going to be faster that we can heal ourselves when I started almost 30 years ago, we did a healing on the thought form body, only on one thought. Then we went to the habit body, only one habit. Then we went to the emotional body, only one emotion. Mm-hmm. It was like two years that the higher self said, oh, by the way, you can do that one thought, all those three bodies together. 
And then it just kept progressing. Pretty soon it could be multiple thoughts, multiple emotions, multiple this. And then it expanded into the concept of the soul scramble, and you can work on the whole thing at once. So, so okay, so that's, yeah, so, that that's, so that, that's probably why I find these days, I mean, I find in my own life that some of the people closest to me are, you know, seemingly kind of, I mean, they're they're not um, they're not very conscious. But when I go inside and 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 look for answers regarding that, it's like they want they've it's like what you were saying. They've come in to incarnate at this time because there there is more opportunity for consciousness to accelerate at this time. That's a good and, way and of so, putting it. Yeah. They yeah. may not be at that point yet. You see, everybody's going to bring in that awareness and that seeking and searching pattern and their own timing and, you know, whatever it is, it is. There's always going to be people that do it before we do, and there's always going to be people that do it after we do. And it's their own unique journey and their own soul-level decisions that determines that. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. So they may not yet. Yeah. You may have people around you, um, we all do, that aren't, ready yet that aren't yet saying gosh i see that things are happening and things are good with you what have you been doing you know they may not yet be asking those questions or expressing an interest but i've been doing it long enough that i know it happens when when it happens and i've had many friends over the years that weren't interested and then suddenly they can't get enough of it you know so right right <laughs> so you it, it's it isn't about thinking there's something wrong with them or why don't they get on the stick and judging them and, and comparing ourselves to them. It's just allowing them their own process. Being an open door if they want to come to you, but, you know, never pressuring. Right, right. Okay. Thank you. Well, you're welcome. I've blurbed on a bit. So <laughs> you want to get to the healing now? Yes, that sounds perfect. Thank you. Okay. No, I'm, glad, I'm glad to... Uh, I'm glad you talked about all that. Believe me, that was exactly what I needed to hear today. Okay, good, good. Yeah. And trust yeah. me, I've had those same concerns, those same doubts, the same worries and anxieties and same feeling of overwhelm. Um, so I, I definitely know where you're coming from. And luckily, I've been doing it enough, so I've, I've come to the other side and understand it better. Anyway, so right. let's get started. Okay. All right. So I want, oh, you know what? I'm going to put you on um, mute while I do the healing, and then I'll bring you back okay. on. When I okay. Okay. Thank you. Now, again, just a reminder for Robin and for anybody who might be doing the healing, this is available to everyone. It's not a magic bullet. It's not going to be fixing it perfectly in the first healing. Most likely, there, there's layers. If it's something that's manifested, for example, in the body, she now has pain in the body and she has the exhaustion and even some depression, feel, feelings of depression, it is probably multi-layered and will take more than just one healing. But as I said in a, just a minute ago, everything is permanent and so the, the pattern, the issues, the problems that Robin is experiencing is really her soul's level 
soul's way to let her know that she's carrying these things at the energetic level that it doesn't want anymore. It's, that's how the soul talks to us. It brings in difficulties. And we knew they were going to be coming in at one point before we were reincarnated because we chose the situations and conditions before, but we don't remember. So then it feels like, oh my gosh, it's coming out of the blue. So in any case, it hasn't. This is something you've chosen for yourself. No one is a victim. And I'm going to now go ahead and do the, the healing for Robin. And again, encourage all the listeners to get yourself comfortable and take a few deep breaths. And just pull that mind's eye into the physical body, just noticing the position of the arms and legs, the hands and feet, even noticing the contact points between your body and whatever you're sitting on or lying on. You can be aware of whatever is going on around you in the environment around you or outside your place, the traffic or noises of other people talking or music or whatever, but just focus on my voice and bring that mind's eye in right to the now moment, allowing us to move into that space where we can access much more easily the healing at a much deeper level. And I want everyone to expand the moment in time, this now moment. It's a energetic space. It is not rigid. And we can expand it as big as we want. And I want everyone to just imagine the now moment. You can think of it as a sphere or a column, however you want to envision it. And just expand it out. Have it intensify, have it grow. We use the focus of attention. That is our turn-on switch. And we are focusing on this now moment, allowing it to expand. It's getting larger and larger. It is moving outward. It is bigger than the room we're in, bigger than the space we live in, bigger than the building we live in, bigger than the neighborhood and town that we live in. And it is expanding as big as it needs to be. And we are in this way incorporating the past now as well as the present now and the future now. This too, by allowing and moving into this space of what I call the eternal now or the forever now, it allows us to work at those deeper levels so that it accelerates and makes the healing more efficient. We are allowing the healing to go deeper and clear further and much more of these soul level energetics that we are carrying, the soul mind energetics. I'm asking now too that we focus on that beautiful light within that we carry. Sometimes I use the the symbol of a sun because this pure soul essence is our purest and most perfect and most potent point of power. And the sun is so pure and perfect and potent. And by using the sun as a symbol, it immediately brings to mind the the incredible light, the incredible power that we carry in the, at that pure soul essence level. That is the divine light. The pure soul essence is the divine light that each and every soul carries from the originating source. And as we focus on it, as we use our conscious focus of attention to envision, to imagine, to sense, to 
to turn on this divine energy. It is expanding, and I see it expanding for you, Robin. It's beautiful, and mine is doing the same thing, and it will happen for all the listeners. I actually see kind of a conglomerate picture, and it's incredible. There are listeners, because it includes the future nows, remember, so that means the listeners that are learning, listening at, to the archive shows They are also part of this picture, and the totality of the planet is covered by this light. It is a giant array of divine light that we all have invited in by the focus of attention of our conscious mind. That is the turn-on switch that gives permission for this divine light to become active within within our free will arena here within for this healing and this sunlight this symbolic sunlight this pure celestial energy is moving into every single cell every single particle every single tissue and organ every empty space throughout that physical body as well as moving into the totality of our etheric bodies known and unknown and there are many dozens of etheric bodies i utilize and talk about four in general the thought form the habit body and the emotional response body and the creative body however this light is permeating the totality of that energetic field and it brings its purity and perfection balance and harmony the totality of all that it is so in addition i'm asking that we all become aware of the conglomerate higher self energy my higher selves, your higher selves, Robin, and the higher selves of every listener, as well as other higher selves that I'm calling in to invite to help with this healing today. And there's a tremendous amount of higher self energy here. And I'm asking that we all be amalgamated with this very intense, beautiful energy, keeping in mind that the higher selves themselves um, are operational from the divine will level and they too need to be invited in even though they are parts of ourselves they are part of our soul conglomerate Um, at least our own higher selves are and so we have to invite them in as well because they too cannot trespass our free will lastly but not any less important is the invitation to become one with the or to enhance the connection that we have on an ongoing basis forever from the time we are created as a new soul aspect of the originating source i'm asking that we focus on the originating source we have that connection for eternity it never goes away but by focusing on that originating source energy we are in essence allowing it to come in and bring in the divine energies at the very highest level that we can utilize today in this moment that we are doing the healing. We always want to get the information and the energy and the healing from the very highest level rather than settling for something that we've already moved past at the frequency level because we get much more help it's not that we can't get help at lower levels but we can get much more expansion much more acceleration much more efficiency by working at the very highest level that we can 
This is not a matter of belief. And again, the higher selves always ask us to stand in the neutral space between belief and disbelief, between truth and untruth, between right and wrong, and between all judgments, just as you might stand in the eye of a hurricane. For it is important because that we move into this neutral space because every belief, every disbelief, every judgment acts as a limiter, acts as a cap on the depth of the healing that we can do today. And I want for Robin and for all the listeners the best, deepest healing that is possible that your soul would allow at this moment in time. Again, I direct the healing, but I am not responsible for how much healing any individual takes on or processes through the each individual is their own directing identity i can present the concepts and bring the those that i work with bring the listeners bring robin into a state of the highest possibility for healing but it is the soul that will make the decision as to whether or not to release and neutralize most of the time 99% of the time, souls that come to me are ready to release. Once in a blue moon, there is a resistance or a fear, and the release, the neutralizing does not happen. But then we work on what is the fear, what is the resistance, what is the block. In any case, right now we are turning the attention to Robin, and I want to focus on the physical body and... I see actually more than one process going on here. The the left shoulder, I do feel, may have had its origins in the in a severe injury in, in a prior life. And it wasn't just an injury that I mean all injuries are tough, they're painful, they can be difficult in many different ways, but this one had a profound effect on you, which I'm not quite getting yet. But I want, as I'm, uh, I will hopefully, excuse me, get to it, but I want you to just begin to release just any and all trauma from the physical body. You can uh, call in the divine flush or activate your divine light, having it pulse into all the areas in your body that are painful. I want you to especially pulse the light into the shoulder and activate the releases out of these painful places and as they the pain the experience of the pain the emotional attachments to the pain the emotional responses the misunderstandings all of those issues from the that are held whether at the physical level or the etheric level or both they are going to be flushed out into your light as we continue this pattern. But right now, I want to, I want you to, I mean, I'm getting a, like a, this just, the shoulder, it, I feel like you were male and there's a very huge injury at the shoulder. It's like the whole shoulder is blown up. It's red. I I feel like there's a massive infection going on. Um, There's a big part of you that's trying to kind of pretend that you're all right. You have some, it it feels almost, I would say, similar to a, a soldier of some kind, maybe back in the Roman type days, 
but I, I can't say it's on this planet because this is pretty old, but there is very much a part of your survival and the survival of your family and those who you are loyal to because I feel like you've taken oaths. You have sworn yourself to protect and to serve in some way. And it's either to the head of the the political state or the spiritual community that you work for. And that isn't important. But what is important is you've taken on these very deep oaths that you will, because you have this just tremendous need to serve, this tremendous need to help. And as a male, you, you, I'm seeing you as, and it's probably symbolic because chances are, um, I mean, it might represent this life, but this pattern is not only in part of this life, but it may have been the originating life. But what's happened is you feel threatened by this injury. You didn't die from it, but it is hampering you. I feel like you are right-handed and you are able to pretend. You're able to act as if nothing is happening in a way. Because if you admit that you're injured, if you give in to the injury, if you rest, if you take care of it in any way, the fact will leak out that you can't do your job. And I see what I see around you is others that want to take over, others who want your position. You have some sort of leadership here. You have some sort of um, you have some responsibility here, not just for the one you're serving, but for people under you or men under you, other soldiers. And you are one that has a more, a much higher understanding, I would say, of how to treat the people you're leading. You don't it's, you don't have the attitude which was prevalent wherever that society was, was prevalent that that the men serving you were literally just tools, the things, you know, weapons that could be thrown aside. The minute they were broken, you could throw them aside and grab another weapon. So you actually cared about your people and you saw the people that the, the other men, the, uh, and I'm seeing four or five that want your your leadership place, you see them pressing you from behind, but they are, they have much less expanded viewpoint. They, um, a couple of them are really cruel. There's a couple of them that just don't have the, the battle knowledge and the battle, um, wisdom to help avoid needless slaughter and needless, uh, hurt. And I don't know why I'm so kept because I think I feel like I have time to go into some more detail with you. But this this was really, really difficult for you. You were absolutely in despair much of the time because the pain was absolutely horrific. And you had to create this facade, this pretense that everything is all right. And it gets to the point where that left arm is practically useless and you you can barely fit into the armor I see that you have on because it's so big, it's so swollen. And the I do see that you had to give up that position. You you end up getting so ill that you eventually have to 
move move aside and the self-judgment the self-disappointment the, the despair there's depression here and i i want you to release all these these aspects of this lifetime into your light the depression the despair the frustration the uh feelings like you're disappointing feeling like you're betraying your oath feeling like you're betraying those that you work for feeling like you you're portraying your position feeling like you're portraying your men feeling all this stuff it's just bringing up just waves of despair waves of hurt um pain and just agony for yourself and that hurt and that pain and that agony and what the higher selves are giving to me now is that flip book thing where you have you've never recovered from it at the soul level you carry that depth of that pattern and it's repeated itself in other lives not every life because that's not the way it works but that that sense of um disappointing others that sense of betrayal of yourself and of others that sense of not being able to do your job as well as you needed to do and that has been carried around energetically and i just want you to see i want you to see the light just penetrate your your shoulder and all around it and i'm calling in a divine analgesic whatever that is a divine painkiller a divine soothing because the irritation is off the charts the inflammation the the image of the inflammation is off the charts and i want to bring in divine cooling like like placing an energetic ice pack on that shoulder ice might work by the way in the real time but i don't know if you've tried it but in any case i'm calling in all the divine energies to literally coat that shoulder at, while at the same time it is permeating and neutralizing all of those patterns that have just absolutely entrenched in a lot of your uh, sojourn has has brought forth feelings of despair and disappointment it's like um it's the it's that's why it's come into your life now it is the need at the soul level to get rid of that self denigration that self attack that that despair and the the unhappiness and the difficulty and the energy expand expand that you expended to pretend you were okay when you weren't was huge and that's another element i want you to release i want you to release the need to pretend the need to put up a false a facade the need to uh be something that you really aren't the need to uh feel to show everyone that you're just fine you're always okay no matter what the need to be positive the need to be um disconnected in a way to yourself because the only way to do that is really having a kind of a disconnection go on where you kind of have to move away to away from that pain by simply putting it in a box or in a uh a compartment somewhere and just moving away from it it creates almost this disconnection and i want you to release all that disconnection it is exhausting and it has been part of many lives where you had to you felt you had to 
keep up the pretense. It was to keep food in your mouth. It was to keep the job. It was to stay true to your loyalties. It was to protect your family and your loved ones. It was to protect the the authority figure or figures that you had given sworn loyalty or fealty to. It was for so many reasons that you put up this this whole thing and made a disconnection of sorts from yourself. And I want you to release that disconnection. And I'm seeing it pouring out of you. It's that need, that pushing down who you are. It's I want you to kind of open your mouth and let it out. I see it coming out of your mouth. I see it coming out of your throat. I see it coming out of your heart. And it's just pouring out into your light. It's just very, very powerful and and very important for you because it's this is a rung that we all have. This is part of a behavior pattern, part of a belief system that we all carry in some degree at some level related to some pattern. So I want to, everyone to do it. And I'm just seeing this tremendous release. You're doing a great job, Robin. But there is another element here that I want to address. Um, I want to just make sure. Yeah, you're still on. I don't have any other callers, so we can keep going. And I, so I'm giving myself permission to move on to the other element because that one came first and furious. It seemed to be the most important. And as I go on to the other element I'm feeling here, I want you to continue to release that. And I want, you know, the higher selves are helping you. And I'm definitely seeing a reduction in the, the redness and the swollen nature of that shoulder. I feel like you're doing a good job. Now, the... The other element here is an aging pattern and the there's certainly more than that here, but I want to address the aging pattern because I think a lot of the listeners will appreciate this. Aging is something that we see around us, no matter how old we are, we see around us 24-7, not only in this life, but in every other life. And we've taken on the conditioning and the belief systems in aging. And we have, it's become part of the foundational pattern of the experiences that we have had at at, at the human level. So the aging issues are very, the belief systems behind them, and we all have different ones, similar ones, different degrees. It's very important because they play out, this conditioning plays out in the physical body. And so I want you, as I explain, I want you and all the listeners to just begin to release all aging patterns. Just release all aging patterns. And you can see them literally coming out from the bones, the joints, I mean, osteoporosis, uh, arthritis, Uh, You can see it coming out of the top of the head, you know, all the neurological, the brain things, the the loss of memory, all of these things. You can see it wherever you might think of, but I want everyone to begin to release the aging, all the aging conditioning that we've seen. And I'm seeing it happen. I know you all think, what, is she crazy? Of course we're going to age, What you know, but I'm not crazy. And you can reverse, you can slow down and reverse aging that you carry 
aging issues because so much of it is automatic pilot. It is something that is foundational. And if you work on releasing the aging patterns, no matter what they are, the loss of hormones, say, or the loss of hair or the loss of hearing or the loss of sight or cataracts or whatever you you might associate with aging, but anything that somebody else might associate with aging because we've been through it all, guys. We've been through it all. So, Robin, I want to see, and you're doing a good job, I see aging issues moving out from the totality of the body. And I feel like part of the muscular issues are both joint and muscular, especially that shoulder is involved, the joint, for sure. And so we want to release, in addition, all the aging issues, the atrophy of the muscles, the um, the aches and pains of muscles when we do too much or we don't keep in shape and then we have a busy day and we're, we're like, we can't get up the next morning or whatever. I want each and every one of you to begin to release. And Robin, you're doing a good job. I want you to release all these aging patterns, see them move into the light and be instantly neutralized and become part of the light. I want everyone to begin to release the belief systems behind it, the excuses that we give to ourselves, for example, when we age. Well, we get to be 50, and so we say, well, of course we feel this. Or we get to be 60, well, okay, well, that's normal. We can't complain because everybody has this at 60. So the there's a big excuse system. There's a big relating to our life pattern based on age. Well, of course, I'm going to have bone loss. Or, of course, I'm going to begin to lose my memory because that's what happens for everyone. We carry these belief systems and we clock in based on how old we are. We clock in. We put on 10 pounds. Oh, well, of course, that's normal. Everybody puts on 10 pounds when they turn 50, over their 50s or whatever. We all have those kind of belief systems. They've also have they also trigger other patterns the aging process the aging process also can activate the caregiving belief systems the self-sacrifice and the suffering that comes along with either we're working with and trying to help someone else who is going through some sort of aging process and needs care or we ourselves need care or in other lifetimes we need care and so the whole caregiving helping others and all the suffering and the pain and the frustration of the aging also come forward and I want you to release that because um, there's there's a lot of emotional issues if we're someone who's who have lived a life and we're very old and we needed caregiving we might come away from that life either frustrated and angry because our children did not take care of us or our husband or our spouse, I should say, didn't take care of us. Or maybe we're frustrated and angry because we aren't able to take care of some loved ones we'd like to take care of. Or maybe we sacrificed ourselves because from an early age we've had to take care of that grandparent that's been aged and frail and infirm and so we don't develop ourselves so we go through feeling unfulfilled and unhappy and joylessness so i want you to release all these issues they are all carried around elements of aging and i want you to release all of that the 
the aging process does not have to clock in, okay, now I'm 40, now I'm 50, now I'm 60, now I'm 25, whatever it is, I want everybody to release the foundational concepts of aging. It is, it keeps us stuck. And I'm seeing, I'm seeing you, Robin, releasing from the muscle, from the joints. You're releasing 360 degrees. It's moving into the light. It's being neutralized. And I want everyone to particularly release the disbelief that you can help yourself. I want everyone to release the disbelief that you can't reverse some issues. Uh, I want everyone to know that I myself have, as I've gone through working on it, I've gone from, I've improved my bone loss. I'm getting, my bones are getting better. Um, I no longer have arthritis. It was a family genetic pattern and I came into it in my late 30s and when I discovered this, I started working on it and I no longer have arthritis. You can reverse and slow down the aging process. It is absolutely possible with a commitment to the self, but it is a foundational thing. It's one of the things I want to get out there right now, just like illness, just like death and dying. Those are four foundational patterns that we can all work on on a fairly regular basis, and it will increase the quality of our lives big time. There are other reasons to work on it, but I'm not going to get involved in that, discussing it here. But I want everyone to release the aging process, and you, Robin, too. Now, I just want to focus in. There have been times in your life patterns where you have been infirm. You have had to you've been disabled in a way where whatever the illness, whatever the disease, whatever the uh, the place, how, however old you were, there have been times where I see you bedridden. And as a result, there has been very real experiences in these lives of being um, frail and where the muscles you feel betrayed because you, they're just not working for you. And there's been the tremendous despair around that. There, there's um, sadness, there's frustration. Um, in a way, you feel forgotten. In a way, you feel overlooked. In a way, you feel unsupported. Because um, whatever caregiving you did receive was not very much in some of these lives. There was a lack of support, and there was a loneliness here and a feeling of isolation. And I want you to release those, too. That's also part of aging for many people. And I see it very clearly. And, oh, my gosh, well, that was interesting. I'm now feeling a huge release for you based on that. It is just this sense of being isolated, being forgotten, being overlooked, being um, discounted, being uh, feeling unimportant, feeling lonely, feeling forgotten, feeling unseen and unheard. And there's just this real despair here about it and I feel it coming off especially off the front of you mainly because I'm seeing you lying on a bed um, just unable to get up or to move very much uh, and I don't see the cause but 
it's not important what the cause is because there's been more than one experience and I'm sure there's been more than one cause. So this is a symbol that I'm seeing. It is important to attach the exact details of whatever or each life, but just to release. And I'm feeling a lot of heartache here and I'm seeing that coming out too. I hope you're doing okay, Robin. I'm just blabbering on, but it's important. And I do feel that you're releasing a lot and there's, I feel a lot of grief and a lot of tears. I really do. This has been so lonely. It's been a very lonely process, a lot of these aging issues. And I want to remind listeners that I don't, it doesn't mean we haven't had good, good, wonderful lives. There have been elements in most of our lives that have been good and positive. But what happens is when I'm doing a healing, it isn't the positive parts of the lives we've had. It's the more negative, disturbing, upsetting problematic parts that would come up because those are the areas that I need to, I want to encourage everyone to release and neutralize. So we've all taken on and had these traumatic experiences. So I want, that's why it's more a focus of the the negative. But meanwhile, I am calling in for you, Robin, and for all the listeners. First of all, divine healing. I want everyone to have divine healing and divine Um, balance and harmony at the physical level and also at the emotional level. I want to call in divine understanding, divine insight, and divine forgiveness, forgiveness for the self and forgiveness for others, divine um, acceptance and divine connection to the self because there was this disconnection, Um, divine worth, divine... um, divine understanding that you did the very best you could in those lives, that, okay, I want to call in divine wholeness. I want to call in divine rejuvenation. And I want you to sense, all of you listeners, but especially you, Robin, sense the wholeness and the completeness of the totality of who you are. And what I'm seeing is the symbolic soldier. He's literally um, stepping out symbolically from the that lifetime, out from the, the armor that I see that he has on. So he's moving into a more conglomerate kind of symbol. And in fact, I am seeing the 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 combination of the female principal soul and the male principal soul coming together. So the presentation carries both. And I want to call in that divine connection to symbolically to continue for and divine understanding and forgiveness and wholeness so that you at the soul level can, this, this divine light can help on the, the positive side to bring to you and to fill into all the spaces symbolically left empty by the releases and the neutralizing, I want you to fill in and reconnect with the totality of who you are, all that beauty, all that wisdom, all that balance and harmony, all that love. And we're going to call in divine love. And I just want you to see it, feel it, experience it, floating in it, permeating yourself, permeating the totality of your beingness and allowing you just to connect and love yourself properly. And also I want to call in divine rejuvenation 
and divine regeneration to have the physical body to continue to release, continue to move, uh, to let go of the aging conditioning that we carry, and that, that we all carry, the belief system. So we want to call in divine rejuvenation and divine regeneration, divine healing, divine health, divine body, divine perfection at the physical level, not from an ego standpoint, but to help bring that body for all of us into a state of the very highest level of health, the highest level of energy, the highest level of purity and perfection and balance that we can bring it into. We want to just continue to empower that while at the same time we release the old stuff. We don't need it anymore. We absolutely don't need all those aging patterns, all that pain, all that suffering, all that isolation that comes often from the aging situation. And with that, I'm feeling like I need to bring you back up on the mic. So I am turning it on. And I'm just hoping, Robin, that um, <laughs> you got what I was saying and that you're... I can't hear you very well. That was very powerful. It very, very powerful. And uh, I, I definitely, I mean, it just felt so right on. And, uh, it, you know, it's interesting because I, I uh, like, for example, my appendix burst when I was about 11. And... Um, you know, that was before I was, you know, I, I was still pretty young and pretty happy and lighthearted and, you know, I wasn't had a lot of negativity from this, I mean, that I was aware of from this present life. And yet I had that and I've had a lot of illness in, in my life, a lot of illness. And I remember... Before my appendix burst, when I was younger, I used to get these periods of nausea, and and it was it it was the inflammation from the appendix. And one one year I was at summer camp, which I was my favorite thing in the whole world to do, and I got one of these bouts of inflammation and and nausea and throwing up, and I was in the infirmary, and I you know I just didn't get better, and they finally had to send me home. And, um, you know, it was just, uh, and I, I've had so many things, uh, so many kinds of illnesses. And so when you were talking about the, um, you know, some of the physical stuff that's happened from previous lives and, and, and also feeling lonely and feeling infirmed and in bed and not taken care of, I mean, I could just really sense that there is a lot of old stuff from past lives, especially because I started getting ill so young in life before I was really, had a lot of negativity going on that I was aware of. Well, because you brought it in, and, and but I really had a really good sense. You know, I'm, I didn't get that. Wait, you know what? You've broken up. Oh, oh, okay. Can you hear me now? I can, yes. Okay. 
And um, and also the oh, you, you know, know what? Maybe you of- have to. Maybe you have to turn down the volume when we're talking on oh, your computer. Okay. Or, yeah, that's what it is. There's a feedback. Oh, loop. okay. Oh, okay. Is that is that better now? Yes, that's better. Okay. Um, yeah, just uh, you know, so much of what what you what you brought up was. I could relate to is very right on the whole, you know, pretext of of being like having the body armor and and um, you know needing to live up to sort of um, my own and other people's expectations and and. Uh, you know, take on the leadership role, be strong, be be strong even though I was in, a, in pain. And it reminded me a lot of my people-pleasing pattern where I would, you know, despite what I was really feeling, which many times I wasn't aware of in this lifetime, I mean, I have had, I've had a very strong sort of people-pleasing pattern that's quite disconnected from my real self, so that whole part of the healing where the soldier was stepping out of the armor and into more balance and more wholeness and more completeness as a person that kind of encompassed, you said, the male and the female, which was like the negative and the positive, and being able to hold both polarities instead of just having to put forward a front of one thing and having the other side repressed. So anyway, it was uh, very, very powerful, and I did feel a lot of releasing, and I do think ice will help my shoulder. And I mean, just so many things you hit on just seem to really hit home and and, uh, make a lot of sense for me. The aging patterns, the everything. Everything. Well, I'm, I'm really glad. I, I just want to say a couple of things. You know what? There's still feedback when I'm talking. Can you turn the sound down? Okay. 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 I've got I've got it low now. Okay. Good. Um, first of all, the the image of the male and the female was about wholeness. It wasn't about positive and negative. So. What you're doing now is that you're releasing the negative, you're neutralizing it, and then you're enforcing, you know, you're bringing in the balance also by um, empowering yourself with the positive. So in that way, it's a great image. It's a great symbol for you. But it wasn't about keeping the, the, the negative and then, you know, bringing in balance with the light. We want to get rid of that negative. I'm pretty sure you understand that, though. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, about wholeness. Um, yes. Uh, about, right, right. We want to get rid of the negative, but about bringing the the the, the self into wholeness so that, um, yeah, I, I do. It, it, was, it was an important issue, I thought, sim- simply because that life you were a male and you're a female in this life, and really what that symbol was was saying whether you're a male or a female, we want to bring in the totality of that conglomerate soul as a whole, uh, as a whole complete being, and that's uh-huh. what it was kind of um, 
an invitation to bring that in, um, bring bring that wholeness to you. So, uh, so that's I think why that came in. I'm, I'm guessing. <laughs> um, okay. Also, there was something you said to me. Oh gosh, I can't remember. There was something else I wanted to say. But I appreciate the feedback because it helps the listeners, since I'm doing the healing specifically for you, that that they can... Oh, I, I do know what I was going to say. But I, I, but okay. I do still really appreciate that you bring and you give me the feedback and give the listeners the feedback because the healing was personal to you and because you can relate to it. And it seemed, you know, in many different levels that you've just explained, it helps the listeners, too, to understand that... Um, Something's happening here, and, and some of your the issues are coming up. But I also wanted to say that when, especially when we work on the physical body, that it doesn't mean that tomorrow you're going to wake up and you're going to have no pain. What uh-huh. it, it can mean, you might notice a, a real reduction in pain, and some parts of the body maybe the pain will go away. But often, it can lead us to a step where because we might need more healing, but it might lead us to a supplement, for example, that will help alleviate the pain. Or you might talk to somebody who has uh, some idea, oh, well, this this yoga, for example, might help you with the pain because it really helped them. So you might find real-time help before you uh-huh. have full gotten rid of all the energetics behind that pain so it's it's not only helping you to get rid of the energetics and then hopefully down the line the pain won't be there anymore but it will help you in real time practically deal with the issues so i encourage you and all the listeners to just be open you'll bring in some of the solutions some of the answers some of the help some of the steps some of the windows some of the real possibilities that help you deal with that pain um, because that's no fun so it isn't about right. waiting till you get all the issues done and finally the pain goes away you're allowed uh-huh. to real time get get the real-time help that's out there I mean there is so much help between the medical community communities and all the alternative modalities that are available so so that and what might help you might be something different that would help somebody else that has physical issues and that's what's so exciting that we have a lot of things to choose from and uh, I I do the shotgun approach I try whatever I feel to try and sometimes I'm trying two or three or four different things until I'm able to really get the energetics passed and then and then I don't you know then it phases out of my life so so anyway that's it so you feel good okay okay Okay, great. Well, thank you so much. That that was uh, that was wonderful, just wonderful. Well, I'm so glad you called in. We had the opportunity for real extended healing, and uh, I think it's very helpful. The two issues that came up, very helpful for all those listeners. And yes, again, of course, the whole aging the- thing. Oh yeah. yeah, you listen to the archive show and do it as many times as yes. you want. And then I will. Pause. yeah, and pause, pause it when something comes up for you that I don't happen to say, because okay, if it comes up for you, then it's something 
great to release. Then you go, turn it back on and keep going. You can pause it six, eight, or a hundred times. And oh, that's your, a great idea. Yeah. So anyway, and um, but thank you again, Robin, for calling oh. in. So happy. Thank you so much, Janet. Thank you. Thank you so much. Appreciate You're it. You're so welcome. And I will go uh-huh. ahead and put you back on mute. Okay. okay. All right. Thank you. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. Okay, guys. Well, that, I hope, was interesting, and I hope it helped all of you. I have plenty more to talk about, but I do think I'm going to end the show now instead. I was going to give you an example of an actual soul scramble that came up with a client um, sometime in the last few months that's pretty fascinating, and I thought you'd find it interesting because you'd understand soul scramble maybe in a way that, in a little bit more expanded way, although this extended healing with Robin certainly might help you. There were different elements for her um, that we addressed and that were part of it. So hopefully as the weeks unfold, we'll get to more and more examples, whether real time like with Robin or an actual example of a soul scramble. But I think I'm going to wait till next week to do that, even though I have a two-hour show. Uh, it's already, we're, we've only got 25 minutes left. So I'm going to sign off now and thank all the listeners, whether it's live or archived, and encourage you to join with me next week. I thank again, Robin, and again, if anyone wants to email me because they can't listen live, It's Janet at JanetRichmond.com. And don't forget, I have so much help on my website, including a, there's a button that I think that says free downloads. And under that button, it says the amalgamation statement. And if you just read, there's a little bit of information and stuff first, but then at the bottom, it gives you like three, four, or five statements that you can make to make, do the amalgamation and then you can do your own neutralizing. It's important. We can all do it. And there's no one right way. I do all these big extension things on the radio and in my groups and with my clients. But when I work on myself, I don't do all of those things. I just move into that state of amalgamation. And it's been different over the years, um, but there was many years where I just would say three or four or five statements and just spend a few moments focusing on each statement because it's that focus that absolutely activates those divine energies. We That's the turn-on switch. We would never say it like A, B, C, D, E, F, G. It's nothing by rote. So you need to say, I am my pure soul essence, and really focus on those words. Focus on the sense, the feeling, if you have one. Then move on to the next state. Statement: I am my higher self, or I am amalgamated with my higher self. The exact words, again, aren't important. Then you say, I am the originating source of all there is, or I am amalgamated with the originating source. Focus on the words, focus on the feeling, and really, then you can, your light is activated, and then you begin to release into the light. I am releasing into the light my pattern of financial lack or my pattern of unrequited love or my pattern of illness 
and then just keep going with it. Whatever you've experienced, what you only need to start exactly where you are. You don't need to pick up past lives. You don't need to pick up all the rungs on the pattern. You can put the whole wheel into the light. So if you have a wheel that keeps repeating where you have keep bringing in a boss or a, some sort of authority figure, a teacher or uh, a mentor or a parent that is abusive or berating you or trying to control you and that's the wheel that you're dealing with, you may not know all the rungs, you may not know all the elements, put the whole wheel into the light. Just keep sending it the light and then you're going to think, oh yeah, you know what, I bet this is part of it and things will start to come up as the light begins to dissolve the wheel automatic conditioned thoughts and responses and and as you think of things just keep letting those go into the light too it's you this process doesn't have to be complex it doesn't have to be difficult we all can do it we don't have to be psychic we don't have to be anyone special we only need to use to have the awareness and use the focus of attention to activate the light it is as i said it is the purest, most perfect, and most potent point of power. Anyway, I'm very, I feel so excited to share and unfold this journey, and I encourage anyone to contact me. And there will be, I will be on the show next week, as always. And so I will sign off. Thank again, everyone, for being a part of this, being a part of the journey. And until next week. Thank you for listening to Janet Richmond and the Higher Self Voice. Visit Janet's website at JanetRichmond.com to view all of her upcoming events or to buy her book, Choices, Neutralizing Your Negative Thoughts and Emotional Blueprints.